Hey everyone, it's Psychic Medium Tammy Schuster and welcome to this episode of Angels, Awakenings, and Afterlife. It is actually Monday, December 26th for this podcast, which means it is a day after Christmas. I hope that you got to spend some time with family and friends in some time in reflection and remembering yourself and understanding that presence is more important than presents. So that is one thing that I have worked so hard on this year. And one thing I've worked really hard with my family and understanding and exchanging gifts. So, and that, and the fact that we are buried under about three feet of snow up here, um, definitely had a white Christmas. I hope you guys had a white Christmas if you wanted one, and I hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I hope you're ready for the next step in this book. So, we are still working on the story of my life. It is a journal book that I started because a lot of my clients have trouble journaling. I don't have a problem with writing on blank pages, but I just thought I would try this, and holy whatever. It has been tough. It has been raw. And there's a lot of pages that make me feel pretty uncomfortable. But I've been honest, I've worked through them. And we're going to share a few more of these questions. If you've not got this book, do yourself a favor, get it for the new year. I did post a link on my psychic Facebook page. It's like $8 for this book and it is really good. I am actually going to work on something like this in 2023 for some workshops, but I am going to tweak it a little bit. This one has you diving in a lot to your past. And for a lot of us who go through things as a child, there's a lot of things I don't remember or I blocked out or I don't, I feel like I've healed and moved on and I don't want to relive those things. So I'm going to do one focus more on reaching us where we're at and not, you know, 57 years ago because I don't remember that far back. So if you don't have this book, um, I would suggest that you follow along, write some of these things down and, um, answer them yourself. Be honest and and just be real because that's where we grow. We don't grow if we're just trying to tell ourselves, oh yay, everything's good. Or we don't grow if we say, oh, everything sucks. There's got to be something in there. So we are going to dig in with some questions from the book that I've been working on. So I am going to, there are so many, um, when was the first time you intentionally lied? Um, I think as a kid, I just think it comes natural. I think we lied to stay out of trouble. We lied um, if we wanted to get our siblings in trouble. We lied to get out of homework. We lied to get out of grounding. Again, this is one of the things I think that changed it. So with that question, I changed I changed my question and I answered a little different because I am creating something different. I, instead of said the first time I intentionally lied, I said, when was the last time you intentionally lied? Question mark. Was it to benefit someone else? Question mark. Or was it to benefit yourself? So 
again, lying is that silver thing my grandma would always say, no good lie goes unpunished, no good deed goes unpunished. So I always hear her voice. So for me, when was the last time that I lied intentionally? I would say to myself, I, the last time I intentionally lied was to myself to tell me that things weren't that bad, that it didn't matter. My brain knew that things were pretty tough and things were bad, but I think at that point I needed to lie to myself to get through. Um, I have a hard time if a friend asks me a ask me a question. And if you're in my circle or you're my close friend, you know, and usually I'll say, well, you might not like this, but this is what I'm feeling. So I would have to say the last time that I intentionally lied was to myself to try to convince myself that things weren't really as bad. Now I always talk about, we have to face things. Yes, we do. But I also think that we have to be in a right place in our brain to face it. So for that, I definitely was not in the right place. So I, yeah, I lied to myself about my situation. Um, did I believe myself? Not for a minute, but at least the lie sounded pretty good to myself. So describe the most, and you guys should be answering these questions too. Either one, either the one that were in the book or the ones that I'm giving you, because I'm I've changed quite a few of these, not because I think mine are better than theirs, but because, like I said, there's so many things I don't remember. You just block things out. So describe the most difficult thing you've ever had to do, either physically or mentally. Did you do it alone or did you have support? Well, this is um unfortunately one that is drilled in my head that I always say that sometimes answers change when we go on. This is one that I will answer the same forever and ever. And the most difficult thing I've ever had to do um, physically or mentally, to me, they were the both the same because mentally and physically, I had to learn how to go on after I lost my daughter. I had to mentally get myself out of bed. I had to mentally show up for my other kids. Um, I had to physically force food down my body because I didn't feel like eating. Um, so that particular answer will never, ever change. Um, I would say, did I have support? I had support of my grandma. You're talking something 30 years ago. There was not all this social media. I didn't have the friends that I have now. It was just something that you just got through. And after the funeral, it was supposed to be over. It was supposed to be like you had your service. Okay, guess what? Now you're, you're done. My grandma understood that I wasn't done and definitely supported me in a way that nowadays there's all these groups and and it doesn't mean that the pain's not the same it just means there's a little bit more of a support system than i had uh, okay so this is also probably going to never change as well um what loss has affected you the most in your adult life this can be a person a job an object or anything. So you can't take my daughter into consideration because I believe that happened to me when I was way young. I was now we're near an adult. 
Um, I would say this loss will probably affect me the most forever will be the loss of my niece, Alyssa. Um, yeah, so we lost Alyssa on September 24th of this year. Um, this beautiful niece of mine had fought depression, bipolar her whole life. And I had had an amazing conversation with her. This is the day before on September 23rd. We talked for 45 minutes and like many of our phone conversations, some went good, some went bad, but this one, many times I would hang up the phone and I would worry about her because I could just tell she wasn't in a good place. This call, this gift that I had the day before she took her life is absolutely, we talked, we laughed, we made plans for 2023 things she was going to do. She sounded so happy. And my comment was when I hung up, this is the first time in a long time that I have not worried when I hung up the phone at that moment. The next day she was gone. This is something that will never go away. Um, I'm learning just like everyone else to deal with the grief and it's hard and it freaking sucks. I'm just going to be honest. So those are two that no matter where you ask me at any stage in my life will be the same answers at this point. So the next one is much lighter. Yeah. Those ones, I don't know why, why they're page to page. And this is why I say sometimes I, I will skip the pages just because I want to um, get a break. It goes real deep. And yeah, so this one says, what kind of friend are you? Remember, be honest, because we all aren't the perfect friend. If you are, then I don't know what to say, because I think being a perfect friend means you're real. And sometimes that ends and they're spats. So are you too giving? That's one of the questions. Are you too selfish? That's another question. Or are you somewhere in between? Well, I would say I'm a good friend till I'm not. <laughs> and I know that doesn't sound right. But what I mean by that is I'm a good friend. I'm definitely not selfish. I would say I'm far too giving. Um, I give my friends more than I give myself. I'm definitely nowhere in between because I'm your friend till I'm not. I'm very giving. But when it gets to a point and I understand that I'm, it's a one-way friendship and it's not being reciprocated or it's just toxic. And it's, I, when I walk away from someone, I got this ability from my grandma. When I'm done, I'm done. So, yep. The answer is both for that one. Um, so. Oh, this is a good one. In what moment of your life did you feel the most love? So this is one that I think changes from time to time. And I wrote a few because there's a lot of different stages in my life that I could say, I've never felt love like this before. You know, one was my grandma. She made me feel love that I never, I felt safe. I felt complete. And I would say at that age of my life, I'd never known love like my grandma's before. 
and then enter my husband and we've been together for 29 years and he had his work cut out for him he had to get me through and over some abusive relationships through a lot of baggage um 29 years later i can say that i've never felt love like that then enter my grandkids yes my children you love them too but the grandkids they come and they just look at you and you're complete. So I would say that this is one that, like I said before, the other ones won't change. There's going to be hopefully in every one of our lives, so many different moments that we can look at and say, oh my God, I've never felt love like this. Now the love might be different, but yeah, it, it, it is. It, for me, there's many moments in my life that I could actually say about being loved. This one, because it is just Christmas time and going into New Year's. Um, and this one, I was um, a little, I think, bitter in my answer. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, what special traditions did you have in your household growing up? I created traditions for my kids and now for my grandkids, but that wasn't the question. The question was, what special traditions did you have in your household growing up? So, I didn't have any traditions. And the thing that I, when I look back at my childhood, I wasn't angry because of traditions, but see, I had my mom who did the best she could do. And then I had a half sister. So, on Christmas, I would remember... I would get my my few things that my mom could get me, and I was so happy and blessed. And my sister would leave and go to her dad's and her stepmom's with her other sister, and then she would come home with all of these things. And my holiday always was, um, and it wasn't a jealousy or selfish thing, but I'm being honest with these questions, and I think that I look at it as, feeling less. That's where that feeling of her always being better, always being more. Um, and, and it just was one of those things. And I believe she didn't always mean to throw it in my face, but when you get older, she definitely meant to do those things. So I would say, yeah, those are things that I remember as them going away and coming back with more gifts and it kind of was just like, okay, yeah, this is your holiday. Um, my kids definitely will never feel any of that. Um, that's just one. It's just, again, remember, you guys, you've got to be honest here. Okay. So choose one person from your entire life and write that person a letter to clear up something he or she never really got about you. This is where the other side is going to come in for me again. Because that letter went to my mom. And I thought, boy, here's my chance to really let her have it. And if you do what I tell you when I tell you to start writing and write without thinking, I wrote it and I rewrote it. And you know what I discovered and what I wrote? That I was probably apologizing to her way more than I blamed her for anything. My letter to her was, I wish I could have shown you this. I wish you could have felt this. I wish you understood why I acted out. I, you know, so it wasn't even about 
her, it was about me. I've always blamed her, but through this amazing journal that is so deep and raw and I've gotten mad at, I've thrown it a couple of times, I have come to the conclusion that, um, drum roll, I was just as much at fault if, as her in this relationship, if not more. And I know she's dancing in heaven right now hearing those words. So, there's just so many, you guys. I, I just could go on and on. But I really encourage you to get this book. I really encourage you to be honest. Because if you're honest, like, honestly, when I got done writing that, I had a different kind of conversation with my mom than I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to say, I hope you understand how bad you hurt me, how different you treated me, how you could have encouraged me, you did this. And then I ended up after writing it because I was honest saying, wow, I could have done things so much different. I never really tried to show her. So that one was on me. So that is where being honest comes in. And again, I'm going to repeat, when this book is done, it is getting burned um, because I am being honest, I'm being real, and I'm being raw. So, New Year's is around the corner. When I talk to you guys next, it will be New Year's. And I'm going to come to you with a new year, new me. I'm going to be writing out a brief summary of my book because I will be done by then. And I'm going to challenge us in 2023 of what we're going to work on, how we're going to get there. Remember, our loved ones are always with us. They always hear us. Um, we just have to be real enough to listen to what they have to say. Because in life, we don't often like to hear what someone has to say. In death, we still often don't like to hear what they have to say. So we block it out. So I hope you guys continue to have a blessed holiday. I hope your Christmas was amazing. And I hope you guys are ready for season two, as we're going to call it. And we are going to hit the ground running in January. Remember what I always say, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And remember, it's okay to not be okay.